Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone hi friends welcome to spiced chaos yes welcome. it's a regular episode happy monday <laughs> yeah and it's just the two of us yes so we will go ahead and say you're welcome you are so welcome yep and um coming off that last mini sode um i hope your expectations are low today <laughs> Oh, that was a fun show to make though. That was fun. I, I know. I know. It's just like, um, Oh, like we really, <laughs> but we're yeah. organized for this one. We have notes and everything. We, we are do. ready. We do. Um, in fact, the host who made your notes is Caitlin <laughs> from creating in chaos. That's right. And uh, the person who was like my sous chef with these notes over there <laughs> is Leanne Spice Plant. Yes. I made the sauces. She did. She chopped all the veggies and made all the sauces. <laughs> so we do have a show today. Um, we're going to talk about some things. Um, so before we head into like the heavy hitting things, because, you know, everything's yeah. so dramatic here in this episode. Well, it, it is going to be a little like, I don't know, a little sassy, a little, but we're just going to share our opinions about things. So I just want everybody to take a deep breath. And remember that these are our opinions and it's totally fine if you have your own opinion and we're not trying to, we're going to say this as professionally and kindly as possible. Yes. Um, Cause we love a classy drag. <laughs> yeah. But before we get going into all that, um, we like amazingly enjoyed our squad celebration. We did. I cannot believe that is over. We think about that all year long, y'all. As soon yeah. as they pick the squad, we're like, ooh, who are we going to have on the show? Yeah, and it always sucks because we can't get everybody. Yeah, because there is not 26 weeks that we can dedicate to this. No, and it's just, I, I really would, like, talk to all of them if I could. But, but, it, but we usually do try to go back and, like, grab other people afterwards. Yeah, and we probably can still do that. I just, you know, having, like, a dedicated couple months to just say, okay, we're just going to talk to squad members. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, you know, kind of open us up to the conversation that we want to have today. Yeah. But before we get into that, um, how's your week been? My week? This week. It is currently Thursday, everyone. We are recording this on Thursday. I guess, so- it's, been, I guess it's been fast. Like it yeah. feels like just going by really fast. I have a really busy weekend that I have yet to embark upon. Um, I have, I'm going to a work thing. So we, 
this sounds really ghetto, but it's not, it's a lot of fun. So I'm working a booth that's like, you know, information about my school at our state fair. Um, so I'm going to go do that from 10 to two on Saturday. And then on Sunday at one, I have a real life planner meetup. Yay. Tell me about that. Yeah. So, um, if you're in Oregon, there's a planner Facebook group. I think it's called like the Oregon Planner society or something like that. And sparkle from sparkle creations, former squad member, boss, babe, amazing human. She basically creates all the events for this group. And so she, she tried to create a couple of zooms, which was so sweet. Um, I'm not sure how many people went. I didn't end up going to the zooms because I kind of hate planner zooms. Like, I mean, I like them, like it was nice to have that social time, but I didn't really go to them. Um, but she creates all the events in this group and she created a real life one. Like she put this together a few months ago, once people started getting vaccinated and I am so excited. Well, and I think it's interesting that you're going because it feels like a long time. I know that it's going to feel like a long time for all of us to get back out and start doing planner meetups again, but did you go to them a lot before? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. You did go to these before the pandemic. I did. Yeah. Okay. Because for some reason, I just feel like meeting up with people is just not your jam. I mean, I like to go cause sparkle is there and she and I have become pretty good friends. And so it's easier for me to go to things if I know somebody there. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I can see that. And I feel like anytime I go to something that involves planner people, it's just like the, a group of the nicest people. And so I never really feel as much pressure if that makes sense yeah and you'll feel like that it go wild like I sure hope so I it just feel that one feels like a lot of people I think okay. that's why it's just like on this giant scale and I think the other overwhelming thing is that people are going to be kind of like looking for us um like people have told me they're like I want to come up and give you a hug and so that just feels overwhelming to me because I never want to let anybody down and I hope they like me in real life as much as they like me on, (laughs) you know, the show and YouTube and stuff. Well, and it's, you know, it's funny that you say that there's people that want to come and find us. There's people that I want to go find. I know. And I wonder if they feel the same thing. Like I'm going to hunt down Megan Myra. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course we're going to find them like immediately, but that's going to be different than just like being in the big conference room or whatever and random people finding us. That'll be different. And Stephanie Fleming, I am going to like a bloodhound sniff her out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Don't say blood and Stephanie. (laughs) Bloodhound. That's the type of dog, you know, with the nose. (laughs) (laughs) with the nose I know I know oh well you're right that the week has been fast because listen the people in my life right now as much as I love all of the people in my life Mm -hmm. and that's this is my kids this is Jamie this is everybody I'm being pulled in so many different directions when I really only need to be doing one thing I feel a lot like that. I know you have so much more going on, but I feel like everybody's asking me to do everything. And I don't know, it's like people came out of this pandemic, even though it's totally not over, but people are now like coming out of their homes and they're like, let's do this and let's do this. And you need to be here. And if you're not here, I'm going to be sad because I haven't seen you for two years. And (sighs) yeah, I get it. Well, my mom, and I don't know how this is constructive, for her to continue to remind me of this because there's nothing that I can do about it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she reminds me often that 
when Andy left and we split custody that she was affected by that too. Because before when her grandchildren were living in this house 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Mm -hmm. you know, she could see them pretty much just on a whim. Yeah. And And, I'm not, I mean, I'm not divorced, but my mom's saying something similar. And now that they're with him half the time. Um, and when they're with me, I can't just have them with their grandparents the whole time that they're with me. Like there's other people in our lives that they have to see. Mm -hmm. So my mom is always kind of like guilting me about like how much she gets to see the kids. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't help you. But then at the same time, she and my dad go out of town to the beach. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm over here with the kids and you guys are at the beach. Yeah, I know. And it's something similar is happening in, in my house as well. Like we used to rely on my parents a lot for childcare because we were both working outside of the home full time. And so they would, you know, pick Delilah up every Wednesday and so they'd have that time. And, you know, we would stop by in the mornings before we went to school and, you know, hang out before breakfast and stuff. And I don't know, like we don't really need that anymore. Like Brian and I are both home. And so we don't necessarily need them to have the kids as much. And so they've been throwing us some guilt too. Yeah. Well, and then I have my friend Allison who at the beginning of the summer or maybe even way back in like April or May, Mm -hmm. we talked about like which weeks we would go to the beach this summer because we plan to try to take the kids for more than one week. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know when I made those plans that I was going to so desperately need to be at home. Right. Yeah. So now like we were supposed to go the week after the fourth, like the week of the fifth or whatever that week was this week, Uh the week that we're in right now is the week we were supposed to go. So because we didn't go, I felt kind of bad. So I gave her two play dates this week, Monday and Monday and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So that was two days that I didn't get anything done in the house. And I'm not upset about that. Like I had a great time and the kids had a blast and they've had a, you know, it's been, it's been good for them. Right. But then I've got my mom texting me. Can we take the kids here on Friday when I've already like made plans with Jamie to have the kids there? It's just like, there's people just like pulling me from all different directions. And I really need to just tell everybody to go away for like three weeks so that I can focus on this project. Yep. You got to set those boundaries. Well, I'm about to like this weekend, the next couple of days, the kids and I are going to be hanging out over at Jamie's kind of helping the kids bond. Uh huh. And Saturday we're coming back here and he has to understand that all week next week, my job Monday through Friday is this house. Right. Because you, I mean, you can't get over there without getting your stuff out of your can't. And he has to understand that like, I, he doesn't need to come over here and help me. Mm -hmm. You know, like I am the one I have, I have a plan for how I want this done. And you know, I don't need for him to help me. I'm, I'm, I'm getting moving on a lot of the things that I need to get moving on, but it is taking some time because I am so busy. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's just a little bit overwhelming, um, to still be sitting here in this house, looking at it. And it still looks just the same, even though I really need to be making some progress. Um, I did mention in the mini, so that we got the kids room done. So that's done. Yes. But Okay. So Here's true confessions from Spice Clams. Are we ready? Uh Uh-huh. So my kitchen sink is clogged. Oh no. Now you can run water in it for a little while before it starts to back up, but it is clogged. So it's made doing dishes very difficult. Mm -hmm. And I've been out of town for how many weeks? Mm -hmm. Nobody has been here at the house eating. 
Right. So there were some dishes in my sink that I hadn't gotten to yet because of the clogged sink. Right. And the other day, you know what I did? Did you wash them or you just threw them away? I threw those MFers away. You know why? Because I'm moving and I can't take any of that stuff with me. And everything that's in the house, in my kitchen, I have one nice set of dishes in my kitchen that I'm going to give to Andy. But other than that, the pots, the pans, they're all like, some of them are 15, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, none of it is good quality stuff. It's not like I'm throwing away stuff. That's like really great quality. Like it's old stuff that I would have, I would not have taken the stuff with me to Jamie's. Right. And like, he has a full set of everything anyway. So it's not like you need to. Right. But it was such a great feeling to realize, oh my gosh, all I have to do with everything in the house now is just throw it away. (laughs) Right. And you were just saying that like, all you're going to do is go through and like pack up the things that you want and then call the junk removal company and be like, okay, take the rest of it out of here. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm Mm -hmm. it's like, and I have this plan, like to take everything off the walls and what I'm going to do with all of that stuff. And just like, like I have it planned. It's just the execution is taking time because I've got places to be all the time. Right. And once you get started, I really don't think that it will take you longer than that week to get all of your stuff packed that you want to take over there. I really don't. Well, and listen, the kids and I yesterday were like our project yesterday was their room and their toys. Right. And we sat around looking at each other half the day. (laughs) Like, when are we going to get up and do this? Mm -hmm. They kept asking me, I kept asking them, are y'all ready? And they were like, Oh, one more episode. (laughs) Like we just kind of were binging um, Malcolm in the middle and didn't want to get up. So Finally, I said, okay, guys, I'm going to put on a timer. We're going to work for an hour and 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the hour and 15 minutes, we'll take a break and reassess. And I kid you not, Caitlin, we finished the project in an hour and 15 minutes. That's perfect. And so for your packing, you just need to pack up your planner stuff. And then I'm assuming like your clothes, is that all you're taking and your like your makeup and stuff? Yeah. And then the stuff that I need to get out of here, like the stuff that belongs to Andy, um, you know, just most of the stuff in the house, like we don't want to keep it. Right. So So, you're just going to call a junk removal for company and they're going to move all the furniture and stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. So the fact that we got that done in an hour Mm-hmm. really kind of makes me feel better. Yeah. I really don't think it's going to take you that long, but I'm the same way. Like I will drag out a project. Like my laundry room is not looking good again. And I have been avoiding that like the plague, but once I get started, it's not going to take me longer than like a, a day to do it. No. And after we got the kids room done, I stood in our den and I looked around and I was like, okay, compared to the kids room, this room will take 20 minutes. Right. You know, because there's almost nothing in it. Exactly. And it's not like you have to move furniture and stuff, you know? No, I just have to get the stuff off the furniture. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh-huh. Because, because what, you know, Andy's going to come in a couple weeks and he's going to pick out what he wants to keep. Okay. And he's going to take all of his furniture and stuff away with him. And then okay. anything in the house that he doesn't take, I'm going to let the junk people take. There you go. I mean, like you said, you don't really need it, any of it. You're moving into a fully furnished home. Yeah. So it's just, we, I mean, I'm going to have a mattress that I have to get rid of. Like there's going to be a lot of stuff. Those, those junk guys are going to have to take a lot of stuff, but I do feel like I have time to get it done. I just, just so much pressure. Like everybody wants to see us all the time. And I mean, I'm glad that they do, but I'm just, I want everybody to just leave me alone. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I kind of feel the same. And I do feel like it's overwhelming as well. Like just coming off of the pandemic and everybody being in their home. And then it's almost like people are expecting you to like snap back, but even more because now they're expecting you to like make up for lost time is what it feels like to me. And I, I'm just not ready for it, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's too shocking, you know, to just go from complete like seclusion to bam, you're back out in the normal real world now. Like, yeah, exactly. You need like a transition time. I do too. And honestly, like, I don't really want to go back to where I was having to run to my parents' house before I was dropping my kids off at school. Like, I don't want to be doing these like crazy things just to accommodate other people. No, I, I feel you. I think that the slowdown that we all experienced during the pandemic was something that we needed. Yeah. It felt awesome. Yeah, it really did. And I hope that it felt really good. And right now I'm feeling like the complete opposite. Like I'm running around like a crazy person. Oh man. Well, I hope that things slow down. I did send you a, um, a meme last night. I don't know if you saw, but it said adulthood is saying, but after this week, things will slow down a bit over and over until you die. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I know. And I, I actually did send, I was talking to, um, you know, plans with Julie, Uh um, our friend, our other, our second Julie, um, she, um, was texting me and, I was like, gosh, I would really love to just chat with you on the phone. Uh-huh. She was like, I know, but when? <laughs> like, yeah, that's I know, way, exactly. It's like, I told her, I was like, as soon as things slow down. <laughs> I know. I know. And I'm forever, like, whenever I'm in my car, I'm like, hey, you want to talk? And be like, I can't. I'm so busy. I know. It's like, and I felt, I felt bad because I should have been like, hey, can we talk on the phone right now? But that's right. scary as an introvert to just like make a random phone call. Yeah. We weren't planning. <laughs> exactly (laughs) exactly but I miss her and I want to talk to her so much but it is just kind of like and I don't know like if that's exactly how the text messages went but I was feeling like I want to talk to you on the phone but I don't know when exactly yeah but telling people things are going to slow down yeah that's real funny (laughs) especially in the state of the world right now like man yeah Julie I want to talk to you but I'm (laughs) oh it's just crazy and it's not like her life hasn't been crazy too like it's all of us we all have craziness happening yeah so what we want to talk about like the main topic of today's episode yeah um and I hate to even like it's like I don't I don't want to I want to handle this with kid gloves yeah because we did just have so many squad members on our show Mm -hmm. that you know I don't want to like I don't know we're just going to tell you how we feel about some of these things (laughs) Yeah. And like, I guess this is how we feel about like PR teams and creative teams and squad and that kind of thing. Um, but if, if any of these things are for you, then they are for you. And that's, that's totally fine. You know, like our opinion is not like the end all be all. Yeah. And I'm not even going to come right out and say that like PR teams are not for me either, because like, I I, I mean, I'm on one. I'm on the wrong wrong ambassador team. (laughs) Right. Like I've been on them before that were really fun, but you know, the happy planner just announced squad applications are open. Yep. And And the criteria to be a squad member, the criteria has been, yep. Has, has been listed Mm -hmm. and uh, we just have some feelings about it. So, um, first, all right. So I'm going to let you kind of take the the lead on this because you've been doing PR more recently than I have. Yeah. 
So um, tell us, Caitlin, what is a PR team? <laughs> so they, people call them all kinds of different things. And I have noticed them more in like the planner community and creative communities than I have in any other community that I've ever seen. So um, they are, so they call PR teams, creative teams, design teams, squad, all of that is similar, but different. And then you get down into like your affiliates or like what I would consider like a hybrid program. So kind of like how EC has, where they call it your EC squad, but it's like your affiliates who may get selected for a collab. Um, but basically it's like a team of people who represent the brand for a set, a set amount of time. I've seen them go anywhere from like three months to a year to lifetime contracts, you know? Yeah. Um, and basically what they, what usually happens is that you get, um, you get to number one, represent the brand. Um, and you will typically get some like exposure. Usually the brand will like share your stuff. Um, sometimes you'll get affiliate money with that. Sometimes you'll get like, um, either a shop code, like where you can get either a discount or free product, um, or they'll send you like a designated box of their product. So that's what I would consider a PR team. Yeah. PR teams are not normally paid. No, I mean, no. I guess you could consider it paid if you're thinking about affiliate money and I don't know, some of them I've seen do like a monthly stipend, but I guess on the other side of that, those are the perks that they give you. And then they're expecting you to create projects and things and like use their products and then show it on their social media. So that's like your job in there. Right. Um, there are PR teams that do not have any affiliate stuff connected to them though. Um, I have never been on a PR team that had an affiliate code. Oh, never, never, Mm -mm. not until, I mean, like, obviously I have an affiliate code with Aaron Condren and uh, see, I have never been on a PR team that didn't have an affiliate code. Okay. So, you know, because that's like a bare minimum for me. Like you've always been able to see like a little bit of cash flow from like the work that you've done on the PR, on the PR teams. Yeah, but I don't think that it would match the amount of work that I'm doing. And I guess we'll talk about that next. Or no, soon-ish. it probably, it probably doesn't, but mm-hmm. okay. So basically when I first started in the planner community mm-hmm. and I saw that some of the people that I follow were on PR teams, I got curious. Yeah. And it was exciting because you're, they are like showing this product and stuff. And a lot of them will say this was sent to me. And you're like, oh, snap, I don't have to spend $15 a kit. Like this brand is just going to send it to me. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. That, and see when you, like when I first started doing this mm-hmm. for me, free product was like, that was all that it took. That was exciting. Yeah. Yes. It was exciting <laughs> for someone to say, I like the work that you're doing on Instagram enough that I'm going to send you my stickers for free. As long as you'll put them on your social media. Mm-hmm. And when I look at, you know, when I look back at like PR applications, right. Sometimes when I think about it, it's a little bit weird. Oh yeah. Because like you're filling out this application and you've got your fingers crossed and you're super hoping that they're going to pick you to be on their team. Mm-hmm. But basically what they're picking you for is to promote their products for free. It's true. Yes. sir. And the thing, okay. So this is kind of blending what we're going to talk about later, but like I will never forget when Stephanie Fleming said on a live that they have never paid for marketing. Yeah. 
That's or like they've never paid for PR. They've never like run a marketing campaign. You're not going to see like happy plater commercials on the TV. Well, because they don't have to, because we sell it for them. <laughs> I, yeah, and that's, that is the thing. <laughs> yes. The so thing. it almost seems like that some of these companies, when they put out their PR application, they're the ones that I think should feel lucky to have us. For reals. When yeah. on the other side of the coin, when you're applying for those things, you're crossing your fingers that they'll pick you, you know? So it's kind of like, it's like, why am I getting so worked up about whether or not I'm going to be selected to post things for free for a company? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, I was just there recently with a couple of PR teams that I was on, you know, I applied and I was excited and that kind of thing, but it just, I don't know. Like, I feel like the amount of work doesn't necessarily match the reward. Right. So the first PR team that I was ever on, Mm -hmm. um, was this little company. They're actually in the Philippines. Oh yeah. Um, it's prism. Hold on a second. I hate that. I can't remember, but it's been a couple years. So I think it's prism planner shop. And if I could get to my Instagram, I mean, you would think I'd know how to use my phone. <laughs> um, Yes. Prison planner shop. Okay. So I had it right. Okay. So they are in the Philippines. And at the time that I found them, she was making exactly what I was looking for. Like these little teeny tiny stickers that were this cute little girl doing different things. You know what I mean? Like Uh on payday or here she is shopping or here she is doing the dishes or, you know, so it was like kind of like icon stickers that have like a little character. Right. And I feel like a lot of us use those, um, in the beginning and some people will still use them. What's that one shop that's like kind of famous for them. I think it's called like once more with love or something like that. Yes. That has those like cute little, um, like round bubbly, yeah, yes. bubbly kind of guys. Yeah. Yes. They're cute. yes. I went through a phase in my planning where I really, really liked stickers that were like cute little characters doing things like a little unicorn, you know, like dusting or whatever. So when I found this shop, they were really small. Yes. And I kind of just like told them that I wanted to do PR for them. So you reached out <laughs> to them. Yes. Like, okay. cause they didn't have a team or anything. Uh-huh. So when I started talking to them about, you know, wanting to do PR, the owner of the shop put together a little team mm-hmm. and, you know, we got like a discount code. So if you bought from that shop, you could use our code and get a discount. Um, but it was, there were no like requirements. She wasn't like, okay, you need to post this many times a week and you need to post this content or whatever. It was always just like any way I wanted to use the stickers in my social media, it was fine. Okay. So that to me was very laid back. And I was so happy to get the opportunity to do that. Like as my first like team. Oh yeah. But it just kind of fizzled out. Like it didn't have a term, you know, how like a lot of teams have a, like a three month or a six month term. Mm-hmm. There was no term and it just kind of figured, it just kind of fizzled out. That's what kind of happened to me with my first one too. And so my story, I guess, is a little bit weird because I used to like go on Etsy because I got really tired of paying for planner stickers like you do. Um, and so I would just message small shops and be like, Hey, do you want to send me a kit and I'll make a YouTube video about it? So I wasn't necessarily like on a team for them, but I, um, I like got their stickers and then I made a video or whatever. So, and then this other company 
And it was so weird. So I was actually on this PR team with Mojo Jojo plans and the team, I think the company was called the blanket planner or something like that. I don't think she still has a shop, but we were all on this and, um, Victoria Thatcher was on that, on that team. Um, rest in peace, Victoria Thatcher. She is like a planner. I don't know. She's been in the planner community forever and she recently passed with COVID. Um, but like all yeah, it was crazy. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, but like all these people who had been in the planner community for a while ended up on this little team, but the same thing happened. Like there were some, I think she had some like health issues or something. And then like, I don't know, we would have these like planner meetings or something. I don't remember. It was a while ago, but eventually it just kind of fizzled out. (laughs) So kind of like the same thing. Yeah. And this company, my first little shop. I mean, they're still in business. Like, I mean, they, you know, they still sell stickers. Um, I just, it it just like, once I did that team, I applied for, well, no, you know what? I did not apply for sweet kawaii design. Oh, you didn't? No. Um, but I had been buying from them for a while and I had been chatting with Tasia Mm -hmm. and when the time came for a new team, she messaged me and asked me if I would be on it. Ooh. Um, because I had been buying the stickers for a while and she and I had been talking, you know, so we were kind of like, she, she knew that I wanted to do it. Um, and I had asked her like, when is the next one? So she asked me and then I did that team for six months. And by the end of the, of the six months, I was, I was exhausted. Yeah. Um, and it's not because she was demanding. Mm-hmm. Tasia is awesome. Like Tasia, she wants for you to post on Tuesday and Friday when there's like two dollar Tuesday and freebie Friday, and mm-hmm. she gives you the graphic to post. Oh, perfect! So it's not like you have to create something, right? And then it was basically like whatever we wanted to do with the stickers in our planner, then we posted that. Like we, but there wasn't like a, and it might have changed now. But I don't remember other than like making sure that the Tuesday and Friday posts went up. I don't remember there ever being any other requirements. Interesting. And see, I guess like my whole thing was I was on YouTube way before I was ever on planner Instagram. And so these shops would reach out to me and they would say, Hey, can you make a YouTube video? Like a one-off thing. And that felt really manageable to me, you know, just like, okay, sure. Like send me your stickers. I'll make you a video, which PS I would not do now unless it was like a friend. Um, and we'll kind of get into that in a little bit. Um, but like they would send me their stickers and I was like, cool, I don't have to buy a kit this week. I can just use these stickers. So I never really, I don't know. I didn't really start doing planner PR until I I guess like this year, because I threw all my, my eggs in the squad basket (laughs) for a while. And then I realized that, um, squad is not for me, which again, we'll talk about in a bit, but, um, my journey has been a little bit strange in this whole PR company thing. Yeah. Well, and I know that maybe these companies, and I feel like that Erin Condren is definitely similar here when I say this. Uh So I'm not just talking about small shops, but I do think that there are a lot of companies and shops that totally think that free product should be enough. Yeah. You know that, I mean, like, so when Erin Condren, when those squad emails come out, Mm -hmm. they say, here are the collabs for this month. And then you can apply for the collab that you want. And then you just cross your fingers that they'll, that they'll pick you and send you a box of stuff. 
Yeah. Which is so weird because I mean, some of these PR teams out here have you like working a full-time job. They have you posting like every other day, like these creative posts that have like meticulous expectations and stuff. And I mean, of course there are some, you know, I don't know how I would be as a shop owner. Like would I want it to match my brand's aesthetic? Would I, would I pick people who already match my brand's aesthetic? I don't really know. Um, would there be like some coaching involved? I don't really know, but like some of them out here, it's like a, it's a full time job. (laughs) And I don't know. I just feel like product alone and even an affiliate code doesn't really match the amount of work that we're putting in. Yeah. And what's really tough for me is that, yes, I think it's awesome when I get picked for an EC collab and they send me free products, Mm -hmm. but that does not change the fact that I've already spent thousands of dollars on their products. Yeah. And and how much time are you taking also to like produce this content, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's just, I've already spent so much money on their products. So it's like when they send me stuff, it's like, Oh, I don't know. I feel like I would have bought this stuff anyway. I don't, I, I don't even know like where I'm trying to go with it. I just, something about it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that they sent me was that monthly planner and I really like it and making that video, I procrastinated that for so long and I can't figure out why, because the video only took me like 10 minutes to make, but I still was just like, I don't know. It's just not for me right now. Like I just, I can't PR right now. Um, Mm I, I want to, I want to get back into that world where I'm, you know, promoting shops that I really believe in. But I just, I don't know. It's just hard. It just takes a lot of time. And having a, you know, you have to do this twice a week just feels like a jail or something. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, and even, I don't know, like, even though, like, I want to promote shops that I really care about, like you said, it does, it takes away some of that, like, creative element. Like, it makes it less fun when you know that you have to post you know, two, either two times a week or every other day or whatever. And like, you have to come up with this creative project. It's just, I don't know if this is just how my brain is set up or whatever, but like when someone tells me that you have to create this and this and this, and you can't like, just take a picture of like a product, you know, because half my feed is just pictures of products. (laughs) That's what I like to show. I like to show a cover of my planner, or I like to show some discs laying around. Like, I don't know. I feel like that is creative in its own way. And when you have these strict requirements, it kind of takes the creativity out of it is how yes. it feels for me. Yes. It's very hard to be creative when somebody tells you that you need to be creative. <laughs> yeah. And that you have to be creative on this timeline. And so the thing that I, so I'm still in my term for the wrong, wrong, um, ambassador or whatever team. Um, and what I really like about her is the laid back feel. So like, we have a group chat where we talk about things and like we share each other's posts and that kind of thing, but she only expects us to post twice a month. And of course, the more that you post, the more that you'll get back in your affiliate code and that kind of thing. Um, but I just, I really like something like that is going to be a better vibe for me because then 
you know, I have other social media things going on. Like again, YouTube is my one true love. Like that's where I started. Honestly, I have Instagram to hopefully feed my YouTube. Like that is my end goal. I want that swipe up link so bad because I want to be able to post a link to my video and have people go over and watch my videos because while I love posting pictures, YouTube is my jam. So I want to be able to accept like brands over there too. So I don't necessarily want to be locked into this PR team and I'm just too busy that I can't accept a brand deal on YouTube. Yeah. Especially if what you are doing for a certain PR team is mostly Instagram based. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not like your favorite. I mean, I like it. I like it enough, but again, my end goal is to, is to just like feed my YouTube channel. Right. And I think that a lot of people, it's almost like you did it like the other way around. Like so many of us like started our Instagrams first. And when we got enough, like kind of a following on Instagram, we were like, Oh, should I start a YouTube channel? Um, you know, you, on the other hand, were like, Oh, I guess I'll do this Instagram. And like my journey was totally roundabout because I didn't even know I was a planner for a while. Like I started YouTube as like a mom channel and then it like, you know, we all know the story, but it like went into planning. And so I just grew my YouTube and then I was like, oh wait, Instagram is a thing too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing, so the smaller shops Mm -hmm. in their PR teams are their, you know, their, 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 their squad, their version of the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want to give them like the same kind of hard time that I'm about to give the actual squad. Um, <laughs> because, and I'm not, and I know that, you know, you have had some experiences with some teams that have not been perfect, but, you know, I think that some of those little shop owners, um, maybe they can't actually afford to like pay for the content, you know, like they're, they're small enough that, the best way for them to get marketing is to send some of us free product and have us posted on Instagram. So, you know, like I I know that, that that's when a shop gets big enough, maybe they should be able to offer more, but you know, these little shops send, they send you a few kits and you can post it on, you know, your social media. I don't know. Maybe I I honestly even think that that is problematic. Like you, if you don't have a budget to be, I don't know, at least like at the very bare minimum, giving an affiliate code to your PR team. I honestly don't think you should have one because it's like, there's also in this, in the community, this like guilt kind of thing. Like, oh, I don't need a a small shop doesn't need to pay me. I'm just going to do them a favor to like grow their brand. Well, I'm sorry, but like, I feel like the relationship needs to be mutually beneficial. Because you can't just be out here doing people favors and their brand skyrockets to like a hundred K and you know, they sold all these products and like, what are you left with? Like stickers? (laughs) Yeah. By the end of my term with sweet kawaii design, I actually had too many of the stickers. Yeah. And I mean, like there can be too much of a good thing. And I don't know, like even some small shops are out here asking you to do like a full-time jobs worth of work and not compensating you properly. And no compensation. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I also feel like some of them are so laser focused in on their shop that they forget that some of us also have outside things like that we maybe work a full-time job or something like that. And they're planning, you know, once a month meetings where, you know, we have to be there 
Um, and it's like at a really random time (laughs) and some of us are, you know, at work and can't make it. And I don't know, man, like, I just feel like sometimes I guess like be careful also as you're a shop, like who you're selecting, like maybe this person has a large following, but also are they the person that you want for your brand? Do you want a bunch of like people who are at home all the time, like stay at home parents who don't have, um, other, I mean, of course, stay at home parents have other tasks, but who have more flexibility in their day. Do you want people who, um, you know, work outside jobs? Do you want people who are students? Like, I guess, really be looking at the people who you are selecting and not just the numbers behind their name. Yeah. Well, and I think that if you, if you look at the way the happy planner and I don't, obviously I can't, I can't know how the happy planner goes about picking the squad. Yeah. But I feel like that I kind of understand a little bit about what they're looking for. Yeah. When they're looking for people because they do want to see people that use the products. Right. And I think that I am at a point in my life where it's going to be hard for me to showcase in a beautiful photograph, the way I'm using a product, because I just can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to still enjoy using my stuff without the pressure of, I've got to photograph everything before I can write in it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I even when I'm making a YouTube video, if I'm doing a plan with me, I stop because I like to add my pen in during my plan with me, but I'll stop the video, like take my before the pen picture and then continue with the video. So, I mean, it takes a lot of like pre-preparation and time to like think that process through. Yeah. And I, the shop owners that I have worked for, well, not, not my, I don't think that the one in the Philippines, um, I don't think that they have a YouTube channel, but the ones that I have worked for that do have a YouTube channel, I feel like that those shop owners should know how much work it takes to record the video and then edit the video and then make the thumbnail and then make the post on YouTube and then upload. Like there's a lot that goes into that. Even the ones that just have an Instagram. Like if you're out here teaching me how to make my photos more your aesthetic or more pleasing to you, you know how much work that takes, you know? And so I think like expecting someone, whether they're on your PR team or not to be working a full-time job without any kind of compensation. And honestly, if it, if it were up to me, um, and I had any voice in this situation, I would say that all PR teams need to have like a, a stipend or something and an affiliate code for your work. Like, I think that that would be the most fair option. Yeah. I don't know that that's ever going to happen. Like I don't see the PR, the way that the planner community does PR, I do not see us like paying. I I don't, I don't see that happening. Like, I I feel like that the way it's set up right now is like, you know, because I mean, if you're on a PR team, like, first of all, like if you have a fee, Caitlin, for making a YouTube video, like if a company contacts you and says, Hey, we'd like to send you our product and we would like you to make a video about it. And you tell them, well, here's how much that's going to cost. Yeah. There's no way that like the shop owners can keep up with like, okay, so this member of the PR team made this video. So I need to pay them for this video. You know what I mean? Like not pay like each individual creator their rates, but like when, let's say you're taking on like an extra duty at a teaching job. So let's say you have your standard teaching job and you're doing your standard work, but then you take on something else and you get like an extra duty stipend. There should just be a stipend that you get 
um, to work for this shop, I think. And I think that if more people started saying, no, we're not going to do this just for free and for exposure and that our time is worth more. Um, I think, I think that the tides could change, honestly. But these smaller content creators are not going to have, I guess what they feel is the clout to say, you need to pay me for this, you know, because when I was smaller and I was just starting out, I was like, yeah, just send me stickers and I'll post them. You know, well, so as long as it still works for the shops to like, I mean, they're not going to get, they're, they're not going to get those big, you know, people, influencers to agree to that, but they could probably get the smaller ones. But even if like for nothing else than like to show that you respect the creator's time, even if it's 50 bucks for three months, like, I feel like that is better than like than what's happening right now. And and you're right. You're right. I mean, my, I did my first brand deal when I had a thousand subscribers on YouTube and they paid me 50 bucks. And, uh, since then I was like, Oh, I mean, I don't have to work for free. Like, (laughs) and it's not, it's not about being greedy. That's, that's not it at all. But some people like want to make this lucrative. Some people want to make this into a full-time gig and they are small right now. And, um, they're trying to incorporate the money that they make into their household. So it's not about creators being greedy or, um, feeling entitled or anything like that. It's about, um, paying people what they're worth and recognizing like what you have, even if you have less than a thousand followers on Instagram, you still have a big reach. Like you still have a core audience who follows you and likes your photos and that kind of thing. And that is what that's what companies want. That's why they want you on your PR team. So it's not necessarily about the numbers behind your name. It's about your total reach. Well, and then, you know what, at the same time, you have to think about it this way. You could have 300 followers or you Mm -hmm. can have 300,000 followers, but the amount of work that you're going to put into the photo is the same. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just, it, it just is. I mean, it's not like, it's not like somebody who has a ton of followers is going to be doing less work. Exactly. And if the brand cannot afford to pay their PR team a stipend or something that's not just stickers and, and quote exposure, um, I don't think, I don't think they should be having them to be honest with you. Like I really don't. Um, and I have, I have thought this way for a while and I've hesitated to say it because I didn't want people to, you know, see a YouTube video of me saying this or hear me saying it on a podcast and then, you know, blacklist me from all the all the PR teams, but it's, it's gotten to the point where, you know, there's so many creators out there and so many people don't realize their potential and their value in this community. And that's what you're bringing. You're bringing a a huge value. Yeah. And you know, people that are just starting out, you know, are going to be more willing to work for free, which Mm -hmm. is why the system is the way it is. It's true. So if more people, small, big, you know, whatever type of content you produce, if you, as long as you're producing it regularly, I think that you can say, these are my rates. This is what I'm willing to work for. And if this doesn't work for you, then sorry. The only exception to that would be for me anyway, is something that I would be buying anyway. So like we had a partnership a while back with Chic Soul and we were getting beautiful clothes and we would have gone out and spent our money on that anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. That that felt okay for me. But even then, um, 
I, I don't know. I felt like they could have done more because of the size of the business that they are. And it always felt a little bit weird about that. Um, and maybe something like, I don't know, VB pens. I spend, whenever there's a release for VB pens, I spend hundreds of dollars. So if they want to send me those pens for free, I might be able to hook them up with some promotion. Yeah. I I do think, and this is just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I do think that these small shops, I, I just, as much as I would like to see what you're saying come true, that there's a stipend for PR, as long as there are people that are willing to do it for product, those are the people that are going to get selected for those teams. Because these people that yeah. have these shops, if they can get people that will promote their products just for product, then why would they choose to pick somebody who wants to be paid? So then what we all need to do is band together and recognize our value. Well, you're right. And that's not, and that's not to take away from smaller shops and that kind of thing. But so again, back to, I don't know, it's my opinion that like, if you can't afford to pay a PR team or are choosing not to pay a PR team, then you should do your PR yourself. You should grow your own Instagram and your own YouTube channel and do it yourself. Right. And if we were at this point used to a system where people on PR teams got paid, then mm -hmm. I think that it would look kind of weird for a shop to not offer <laughs> to pay somebody. But because this is how we do it, I, right. there's always going to be people that are willing to work for stickers. It's true. I mean, so I don't see a change coming. <laughs> I mean, it could, I mean, look at the beauty community. There are those makeup people do not work for makeup. No, they don't. No, they were, they absolutely not. They will not be working just for makeup. There's going to be a large payment or a large affiliate code. Well, I'm not saying that you're not right, but I can on the other side of the coin say, yeah. if you are a content creator, and you rightfully feel that you should be getting paid for your work, don't be on these PR teams. You know, yeah. I mean, just don't. I mean, just like, you don't, it's like, I don't, I, I have a lot of reasons why I have not done PR for a while. And it's never been because I didn't get paid, but it's always been because I just don't have the time to say, okay, I've got to post twice this week. That would stress me out. Right. So well, the, and I, the stress I guess, of it, in addition oh, yeah. to not getting paid. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. And I guess like, it depends on the PR team. Like I'm willing to be on the wrong, wrong PR team for an affiliate code because of the laid back nature of the team. But if you're asking me to full on create and, you know, pull in a full-time, full-time jobs worth of work uh, and post on your social media and post over here and over there, I'm, I'm going to need a little bit more. And I feel like I, my personal thought is that more people should start asking for those things. Like what, I mean, what would it hurt to ask? Like maybe a company just hasn't even thought about it that way. Yeah, maybe. And maybe if one company started offering it and saw that more people wanted to be on their team, it might become a model that other companies would want to emulate. Well, I, I love you, but I don't see it. <laughs> well, I hear you. Change we want to see. <laughs> I hear you, and I hear you saying that content creators deserve to be paid, and they do for sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, like, there's always going to be somebody down here that has six less followers than somebody else. That's like, I'll take those free stickers. I'll be on the team. I'll do it. So you know, as long as as long as people are willing to do it for just product alone, mm -hmm. then these shop these shop owners don't have any reason to to make those changes. And it's the same for the happy planner. 
because yeah, if you look at the squad, they pick what, 20 people a year? Something like that. Yeah. They stir our community up so bad every year. I know. And I can already feel it. Like, yes, yeah. we're transitioning into our squad part, but I can already feel it. Like, and that, I mean, I made some stories yesterday because I could already feel like what was happening for people. People are getting excited and there are people who are applying that like, I mean, I'm not like a judge of anybody's feed, but like it doesn't match the happy planner aesthetic and they're applying. And I'm like, man, you're going to be really sad in a couple of days. Well, and sometimes when I think, okay, so I have only applied for squad once. Me too. Yeah. That was it. And, um, when I did, I don't know, there was a part of me that really thought I had a chance. Mm-hmm. Same. You know, like I, I really did. Now looking back at my Instagram, maybe I was kidding myself. Um, yeah. but I, I just, I, I never, I never had that moment after I didn't make squad where I was like mad at the happy planner. No, I was a little bit like bummed out, but I, it, I took it. And again, I'm good at like separating these things. I took it as like a rejection from a job interview. It's like, okay, well, it's not this one, but you'll get them next time. Yeah. It wasn't personal. And there were people that didn't make the squad the same year that I didn't make the squad Mm -hmm. that continued doing what they were already doing. Mm-hmm. for the whole remainder of the year and then applied the following year and made it. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I saw, I, I definitely did see some people that, you know, really did want it that year that I applied and they didn't get it either. And mm-hmm. then they got it this year. So, you know, it's just, I don't want to tell, I don't, would never want to discourage people like, okay, well, once you've been rejected from the happy planner once, like that's it. But Mm -hmm. the following year, they made that restriction where you could only use happy planner products. This exclusivity contract thing. That that is, that is where, that is what scares me the most. And you don't see that with any other shop, any other large brand. There is not another planner company out there that asks their creative PR ambassadors, whatever, to exclusively use their products for a year. Yeah. And for me, I, and I did just buy some happy planner stuff. So we're going to talk about that later on the show. Yeah. So it's not to say that we don't love their products, girl. They'll get me every time. Yes. But I mean, I do feel like that we should be able to criticize the companies that we shop from. Exactly. And I just feel like that the squad turns into a mess every year and people get their feelings hurt. And then it becomes like this kind of like exclusive, like kind of sorority situation. And I I just, I just, it makes me feel weird. And I've been saying this for a while. Like, I feel like I said this last year that squad makes me feel weird. It does. And even more with the mentors now, it's like this big sister, little sister sorority thing. And Again, yeah. we just had a whole bunch of squad members on. So we love the people who are on the squad. We really do. But the whole model of it just, I don't know, man, it doesn't feel awesome. Yeah. And it sucks because like, I like the idea, like, okay, we've chosen these 20 people that are all very, very different, but they all somehow managed to match us aesthetically. Yeah. You know, so they all come at things with a different perspective and from a different angle, but yet all of the stuff that they create looks like the happy planner. So, you know, like I I like 
the like the way it comes together and I like the people that they choose and I really like getting to know new people like I know that it shouldn't feel weird to me but it just does it feels weird to me too yeah yeah like I, I just I don't like the way people feel when they don't make it and I I just think that this this hobby is supposed to enrich our lives and make us happy and Right. And like the first tier on the requirements to be on the squad is like embody positivity, happiness, and all of this stuff. And don't participate in a YouTube or don't participate in social media that doesn't embody those things. Right. So it's, they're basically telling you that your feed needs to be happy and you can't get involved in planner drama. Yeah. And like, what if something happens to you? What if your cat dies? (laughs) That's not happy and positive. Can you share that or no? Yeah. Like seriously, like what, what, what are they allowed to put on their feed? Like about their lives? I mean, I guess for a whole year, their Instagram becomes not so much a personal thing, but like a, uh, an offshoot of the happy planners Instagram. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. That's that, that to me seems like they're actually asking people to, have curated content on their page rather than be genuine and authentic. Genuine, Exactly. That's what it felt like to me too. But, and then I'm going to just move into this part because I can't quit thinking about it now that we've started talking about squad, but there's a big difference between the, I don't want to call them this, but it's like the lower tier squad. And then like the mentor, like squad newbies and the mentors, and like what they're allowed to do and like what they receive. And at least from what I've heard, like you guys can come into my DMs and correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I have heard, squad are not allowed to have Etsy shops or any kind of other planner shops. Um, They do get an affiliate code. um, They get a squad box and they have to follow all the other rules, like the exclusivity things. For mentors, they're allowed to have their own business I heard that they get paid, but again, I, that's not confirmed by the happy planner or anything like that. Um, and they get the squad box and the affiliate. And then they also, they also, um, I don't know. I think they can use other things if they want to. That's from what I have heard. Well, I mean, you know, Heather is a mentor and she has her own shop and she uses her own stuff and, and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, like, really, if you look at, I mean, like to talk about like the mentors getting paid, yeah, look at how much work Marielle has done this Mm -hmm. year alone. Like she should be getting paid. Sure. You know, I mean, like she's always there. Like, I mean, she's been like the face kind of doing the lives and things like that. Like, I feel like that she should be getting paid for her work. But could they spread that around to the other squad members too? I don't know. And then make it so that everybody gets paid. It just seems like this, um, the separation. And again, it's just with that, that fair payment thing. It just doesn't feel, it just doesn't feel good. Well, and I guess the happy planner looks at it like this. Like once you are on our official squad, your exposure is going to be way more. I mean, like most people that end up on squad, they, their following goes way, way up because they have exposure from the happy planner. Mm-hmm. but so, I mean, I don't know if you could say, I'm mean, not, obviously you can't get paid an exposure, yeah. but I don't know. It's almost like the mentor thing. Like the mentor side is a job mm-hmm. you know, because they're managing people that are on the squad. Right. While the squad is not a job. 
But I mean, they're putting in full-time work again. We're going to come back to, I think everybody should get paid. I know you're going to keep saying that until the cows come home, but I, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like, it's just not, I don't know. I, I just, I wish, I wish it would. I just wish it would. And I, it just didn't feel good when they said that like people in the squad can't have their own shop. Do you know how many talented people out here have their own shop that are now like deterred from applying for squad? They just don't go on the squad. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, they're just going to do what I do. Like, I'm just not going to go in the squad. Like I, the squad doesn't have anything to offer me. Right. Exactly. The squad is not for me. So I do know some people who would have applied and who have talked to me in my DMS, but are not applying for that particular reason. Right. Well, I just, I just think that I would love to see somebody in their squad application video come out and say, look, I'm the perfect person for your squad, but if you're going to pick me for your squad, then you're going to have to pay me. (laughs) Okay. Here comes my squad application video. Are you ready? (laughs) Hi, I love the happy planner, but if you want for me to put my, put put your stuff up on my Instagram, then you need to send me money. But then I guess it it comes back to that thing that you said, there are going to be thousands of squad applications. There are going to be thousands and there are plenty of people who are just buzzing with excitement just to potentially be chosen for the squad. But is that something that is, that does that feel good in our community? Is that something that like we should allow to happen in our community? I don't know, man. Well, I don't think there's anything that we can do about it. I think that there's obviously they're going to be able to find 20 people who are willing to do this for a year and not use any other products and do it for free. Yes, they are going to be able to find those people. They will definitely find those 20 people. And they have a program for people that are mentors that is like a job. That's a different position. Yeah, it's it's true. It is a different position. Um, But the work seems similar to me. I don't know. I, so um, we have this group chat with Megan Myra and they found, oh my goodness. I don't even remember her name. Um, It's like planner babe with two N's. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, do, 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 do. Is this one of the things that they sent us like a picture? Yeah. It's planner with two N's um, is what her thing is. And she said, I don't know who needs to hear this and plenty of people will disagree and that's fine but not making the happy planner squad. The last time I tried in 2019 was the best thing that ever happened to my planner game. I was able to let go of forcing myself to use product that wasn't my vibe and embrace so many beautiful small shops and cut down on feeding the huge commercial machine that is happy planner. Just something to think about if you're stressing yourself out over the application might be time to set yourself free. And I mean, I, that's kind of what I feel like. Um, I still choose to use mostly happy planner things, but I create what I want when I want, um, because the squad is just not for me. Right. And the thing is, is that regardless of how we feel about the current system, Mm -hmm. there are people, like I said, that are like, that would love to have, first of all, the friendship that comes from being on the squad. Yeah. Um, the free product, the exposure, there's definitely going to be people that are like, yes, I will do this without you sending me any money. So true. There are, you know, and I, I can't, I can't hate on those people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I no, was, definitely not. I was those people yeah. <laughs> I was very much like, yes, I will definitely post your stickers. If you send them to me. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was like that. I, and I might go back to being like that again, when I come back into the world of this stuff. 
-hmm. But, you know, I, I just, yes, I think that people deserve to be paid for their work, but I think that if you want to be paid for your work, then you need to seek out those opportunities for yourself and not apply for PR teams that don't pay you. <laughs> like just sure. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, if we ask, it could happen. You never know if you build it, they'll come. <laughs> yes. Let me please tell the happy planner to pay me on my squad application. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to start with the happy planner, but maybe if you're applying to something like, I don't know, just because this is on the tip of my tongue, that maybe the VD planner team or whatever, maybe you could just ask them, be like, is there a payment opportunity? Is there anything else other than this, you know, squad thing that you have going on where you're offering to pay your creators? Do you do like one-off collabs? I don't know. Like, I feel like voicing it more and the more people who voice it and say it out loud and sit, you know, realize what they are worth could really change the tide. But that's well, just what I think. I hope it does. I, I do. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't think that you're right. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that it'll happen. That's all. That's the only thing. <laughs> well, now challenge accepted. All right. You make it happen, Caitlin. You get the PR girls paid, okay? I will. I, I mark my words. <laughs> but anyway, so... I do feel a certain type of way about the squad. I, I won't. It's not that I feel a certain type of way about the people who are on the squad. Right. Exactly. We love them. Yes. That's a bunch of them on our show. And of the thousands of people who apply, mm-hmm. I am proud of every single one of them. Uh-huh. I just don't yeah. like what happens in the aftermath. Like these 20 people are chosen and the happy planner, I feel like never handles it well, like with the rejection part. Like, I feel like they send like a, a freebie or like they send like a weird email. Like it's just, they never handle the rejection side of it very well. You know what? And, yeah. I don't think that they even emailed the people last year that didn't make it. Oh, so the people who didn't make it had to hear when the squad was announced. They weren't on there. Yeah. That's the way it's always yeah. been. No, they, so when I applied they sent like a free printable <laughs> to people who didn't make it. What? I applied the same year and I didn't get a free printable. Maybe it was, maybe I did apply twice. I think I applied the year before that and I got a free printable. Okay. So yeah. Cause that, so you, you applied the year you must've applied the year before I did too then. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Cause you, well, you didn't, okay. You didn't make a video last year. That's right. You didn't apply last nope. year. Um, well, and the thing is, is that like, we've looked at the requirements and they didn't put a time on the video, but everybody is saying in their stories, like all the creators, all the past squad members, they're saying a minute or less. That's what's being circulated. Well, I have heard that making the video too long is a problem, but they put the requirement last year at a minute and they still picked people that made longer videos than that. Oh, really? And that rubbed people the wrong way. Oh, like, yeah, that's people, bothersome. People that worked really hard to keep their video under a minute mm-hmm. and didn't get selected were kind of upset with people who didn't make that minute thing and still got picked. Here's my personal conspiracy theory about Squad is that they know right now who they want and who are they're going to pick. Well, so I the felt, application is just a hoop. I felt like that a couple years ago mm-hmm. when I didn't make it, I felt like, you know, but that is probably not as accurate as it was when Hannah and Stephanie were running the show. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't, don't know. know if the people that are running the happy planner stuff now 
have their finger on the pulse of the community the way Stephanie and Hannah That's did. That's true. Yeah. I mean, maybe not, but it's going to be, and it's going to be so interesting this year because this is the first squad that Stephanie and Hannah have not chosen. Yeah, I know. I know it's going to be, I, I can't wait to see what happens because I just want to sit back with my popcorn and watch. Yeah. I am just, because I am an empath like this, I just already feel people's sadness. I feel like come in and I know there are so many talented people who are going to apply and some of them who like, this is their dream. Like, remember when Heather said it was like her dream to make the squad. There are people still that have this dream to make the squad. I always have it in my back pocket. Really? I I will never, I'll never think about it. I do. I think about it sometimes. Like, how, how, how much I would love to be on a a team like that. You know, I just, I think that it would be awesome. And I'm not saying that I want to commit to using happy planner for an entire year. Mm -hmm. Um, but it would be kind of cool to just sit back and not have to worry about buying planner supplies for a year and just let them send them to me and I'll make stuff with what they send me. Yeah. I mean, that's true. And I feel like I can make stuff easily with the happy planner stuff, but I will never apply again because of the exclusivity contract. Like um, I don't want to have to turn down any other opportunities throughout the year because I do have a pretty good following on my YouTube channel and I get messages all the time about, about brand deals. Yeah. And that, you know, that obviously is what makes the most sense for you. Um, mm-hmm. I thought about making a video and sending it to them Ooh, okay. and just telling them like, here's what's happened over the past year of my life. <laughs> but but I'm trying to but see then I still don't know like I just bought a bunch of happy planner stuff the other day because my Aaron Condren stuff is not sparking joy yeah and I don't know why because it's okay so my Aaron Condren planners have been sitting here for a while and I finally the other day got out my pliers and un coiled them all and put them back together in a way that I thought I wanted. Oh, okay. But when I touch that planner, it just doesn't, I just don't feel anything. No. Yeah. So I, I went on the happy planner web. Well, okay. Actually, here's what happened. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was on Instagram, you know, like you are like you do. Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. And I came across, um, why have I not, why can't I remember anybody's Instagram today? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. Okay. So, um, what is Lila's Instagram? LB novelties. LB novelties. Okay. So I was on LB novelties. I was looking at her Instagram mm-hmm. and she had put those white metal discs on the tie dye vertical planner. Oh my gosh. Was it beautiful? And the photograph that she took of it on her Instagram was so cute that I went straight to the happy planner page and bought all that stuff. (laughs) I'm going to have to go look at her page. So just, just know, just know happy planner that she is not on your squad anymore, but I am still looking at it. Right. I know. Did you use her affiliate code and give her credit for that sale? Does she have one? I don't know. I, I feel like everybody who has happy planner on their feet at this point does. I probably should have. And now I can't find the, that specific post. Maybe it was in her stories. I think it might've been in her stories. Anyway, I can't, I can't find that specific post with that, but it's that planner that says hello on the front. 
oh yes I know that one um and I cannot wait it's gonna be here today <gasps> are you and did you get the white metal discs to go with it yes yes and I got that planner pouch the like pink quilted one you oh she did a reel that's where it is I oh is it? well I knew it was somewhere um yeah. so yeah did you see it it's cute isn't it so cute yeah it really made me want it there are some covers that I have wanted to use, but I'm like, these are going to look really ugly with a black or gold or silver discs. <laughs> and I don't want to use your plastic discs that you came on. So the well, white one would be perfect. Yeah. I'm pumped about the white discs. Um, and I, <laughs> okay. So what else did I even get? Do you want to talk about what I bought from happy planner? I do want to talk about what you bought from Happy Planner. Okay, so can we first just say why? Why did I buy? Why did I do this? Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like part of part of planning and part of being in the planner community is having fun with setting up. I feel like a lot of us love to just set up a planner, and then using it can be the hard part. So I'm guessing that you want to set up a planner. Well, when it gets here. I will be setting up a planner. Oh, um, so, okay. So I got, all right. So I bought a teacher planner box kit. Oh, that's interesting. And I, I almost, please do not come for me y'all. I, it's possible that I bought this a lot for the cover. Um, but I also wanted a teacher planner because I want to use that layout this year. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. And I wanted to use it. I, I would love it if Erin Condren would make the teacher planner in a, in a classic size. Oh, in that like seven by nine Erin yes. Condren size? Because I mm -hmm. love that layout, but they only make it in that eight by 11. I do. And I actually touched an Erin Condren teacher planner yesterday when I was in Target. I cannot believe they have those things in Target. It's so crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just like that layout. So I'm, I'm going to give that a try. Um, I what got it for, well, I'm thinking that what I'm going to use it for is like, um, um, I was thinking that I would like make a box for like everybody in the family. Oh, like a family planner. Yeah. So that I could know every day, like where everybody's supposed to be and what they've got going on. And, um, Ooh. yeah, so I'm, I'm working it out in my head, like how I want it. I don't know. Um, and I also got, <laughs> I got some dashboards and bookmarks. Um, yes. Have you seen the wedding dashboards? Yes. That floral, that pretty rosy floral print. Yeah. I bought those. Um, those are pretty. I bought another home extension pack because Lord knows I don't know where any of the pieces of my <laughs> Um, and you could never have too many of those. Well, I just love the meal planning pages. I really do. I don't, I, I'm never going to keep up with like the cleaning pages. Cause that is too much, but the, the meal planning, I like that. I actually really like the cleaning pages. It, I feel like when I have that out while I'm cleaning and I'm able to check off boxes while, Oh yeah, I just did this and this, I feel like it motivates me so much. Well, maybe I'll try it. Um, I also finally got the pride bookmarks. Oh, no, rainbow. I love that, that pride bookmark that has the hearts on it. Mm -hmm. And let's see, I got four packs of stickers. Oh, yep. I got it. There, is there more than one wild styled now? Yeah, there is a peachy color one. And so then there's they, that original one. 
And then the original one. Yeah, but this one, it just says Wild Style. It doesn't say like Wild Style 2 or anything like that. No, but I, so I got Garden Flowers, Wild Styled, Hooray Seasons, and then I got the Teacher Value Pack Seasonal. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and then I also got like some filler paper. I got the filler paper that's like just checklist, classic checklist paper. Mm Mm-hmm. And some skinny filler paper to like pop in places. So yeah, I'm gonna put together something. Yes, I'm so excited that you're back in a happy planner. Y'all, I love it when Leanne is in a happy planner that I can talk to her about her happy planner setup. <laughs> it's my favorite. Well, I'm just really hoping that I'll put it together and it will really feel like the one. You It'll know? feel like that's what I feel like with my setup right now. Dare I say I have planner piece right now? That's crazy. I don't believe you. <laughs> I have okay and I am the worst with my planner like you might see my Instagram and think that I have it all together and that I put stickers in my planner all the time but that that's kind of a lie that's curated um I just take pictures of what I feel like taking pictures of but I have had two weeks where every single one of my planners has stickers in it wow the first two weeks. and I have written in them I have written in it and used it and my to-go or my on-the-go planner has been in my purse going places with me and I'm doing the things. Well, I am thinking about speaking of on the go. I have been thinking about going to Walmart and getting those matching, you know, the classic horizontal that I fell in love with yesterday from Walmart. Yes. And there's a mini that matches it. Yes. It's cute. I've been thinking about putting together, you know, an on the go and a classic that match, but I just don't know. Yeah. The, what works best for me and what I'm finding for my on the go planner is having a calendar, having a weekly, but having that be kind of like a no pressure. And then the rest of the planner is just lists. So it's yeah. just all of my like to-do lists or like my Christmas present buying list or birthday party planning so that I have everything that I'm doing and all of my lists just in here. And then it's not the same plans that I already have in my classic. Right. So that's what works best for me, what I have found. That's what's working best for you today. Today and potentially forever. We'll have to see. Oh, forever. I love it when she says forever. I should mark this on the calendar so that I can remember the day that you claimed that your planner was forever. We're going to have to see it. I might be turning over a new leaf. I don't know. I I give it a month. (laughs) A month. Okay. Well, now it's going to be at least two months. (laughs) I know I'm trying trying to tell me all these things I can't do. Do y'all hear her doubting me out here? (laughs) I'm trying to challenge her. Like, okay, go get those PR girls paid. Okay. Use your plan. (laughs) I'm going to do it. Hashtag world changer. (laughs) You will. (laughs) So, but yeah, I've got all this happy planner stuff coming. I'm supposed to leave my house at like 10 till three today. Yes. And not be back here until Saturday. So it has to get here before 10 to three. And then are you going to take it with you or are you going to leave it at home? I don't know yet. <laughs> I feel like you should take it with you and like put it on Jamie's coffee table and see what he. I think I'm just going to not even open the box. Like just put it in the car. <laughs> you just take the whole box. And then when I get to his house, just ignore <laughs> what everybody else is doing and just sit down at the table and unbox that stuff. Yeah, and the kids and kids are trying to touch your stuff and you're like how dare you touch my planner <laughs> oh I do not think that his boys are going to want to touch my planner 
I mean, Harrison asked me for a planner the other day. I don't know, man. Hannah might be really into it if I'm opening up the box, but the rest of them are going to be like, can we go outside? (laughs) Oh man. And speaking of planner purchases, I bought a planner. I did. I bought one. Um, so I, every day, don't you buy a planner every day? No, but I was going to use, okay. So there was only one vertical that was an August start for like teacher planners. There's only one and I didn't really love it, but I bought it because I wanted to use a vertical, but they just came out with a really pretty neutral one that I also bought. (laughs) Wait. Okay. So that's the Walmart one, right? The Walmart one. Yeah. The marbly one. Okay. So you got that. Yeah. You like that. Those covers. I I don't Mm -hmm. like that, but Um, I'm going to take those covers off. And I'm either going to do my black soft cover with, um, gold discs because it's like black and gold on the inside, mm-hmm. or I'm going to do that black snapping cover with those new O discs that I got because it's for work. Oh, fancy O discs. Yes. Okay. I think, I don't even know if that's what they call them. I have no idea. That's just what I've been calling them. Well, that is very interesting. Um, yeah, you sent us that picture of that planner and I, when I clicked on it, expected to just be like loud and dazzled. <laughs> I opened no. it and I was like, oh, well, that's kind of Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, and didn't Meg say the same thing? She's like, yeah, when I saw that, I was pretty sure you were going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you don't need it. I do need it. It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay. So question, Miss Happy Planner Genius. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I'll try. Okay. So the, that one that I ordered the, the tie dye one. Yeah. Is that the teacher vertical planner? No, I think it was intended for students. It doesn't have like the classroom and stuff in it. Delilah has that one. Okay. And does it start in July or August? August. So the one that I'm getting today doesn't start until August. Correct. Well, dang happy planner. (laughs) But that's good for you. Didn't you just get off the phone with me and tell me that you can't start a planner until August anyway? Yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) You can set it up and start putting sticky notes in it and stuff. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. I really wish it would get here. Or you could do what you told me you were going to do also. And you could just put some fill paper in the front and start making some lists and whatever and plan that way. That's kind of what I did in the Erin Condren that I put together. Like it doesn't really kind of start until... Well, no, I think I put the weeklies in. I don't know. This has got, this is, we've gotten off track here. Um, <laughs> so um, we are going to completely change lanes. Just like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Not even put the turn signal on. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Coming over. <laughs> do you know what time it is, Caitlin? <laughs> oh, I'm excited. It's currently page time. It's currently page time. <laughs> Y'all, we've been recording so long today that we don't know what we don't, yeah, know. We don't, we don't know what we've already talked about and what we have not. No. So if you heard a currently page on the mini, I'm sorry. Oh, we didn't do a currently page on the mini. <laughs> that was a joke, Leanne. You ruined oh. my joke. Oh, well, I thought maybe you just really couldn't remember because you have so much in your brain. <laughs> Leanne needs a cup of coffee. She can't keep up with my jokes anymore. I can't, you guys. Seriously. And I... I keep, I'm, I'm like, you know how, when you, um, like compromise with your, with your clock or like, you're making a deal with the clock. Like, okay. So if I, if I lay down for my nap at this time, deal with 
I'll still have time to do the laundry before I have to go to Jamie's. Like I'm looking at it, like kind of negotiating with the clock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's, let's currently page it. What are you reading, Caitlin? What are you reading? reading? I have a book I'm reading. Well, does Audible count? Does Audible count? Of course. Okay. Hang on. Let me get the title of this book. Okay. Holy shkamolis. Um, Where is it? I have lost it. Oh, it is. Okay. I should have known. It's um, the Glennon Doyle Untamed book. Well, I could have told you that you were reading that. <laughs> you could have told me <laughs> I that I was reading. You've been reading that book for like three months. I have not. I just started it. I have talked about wanting to read it for three months, but I That's just right. put, put, put it in my ears. You have mentioned it for a few months. Well, how is it? It's really good. And it has her voice. And I feel like Glennon Doyle's voice is just very soothing. Like I could listen to her talk all day. I, I love her. She is goals. She's probably yeah. like, if I can go back to our mini so and say my favorite celebrity, it's probably actually her. Well, you know who else has a really nice voice and just started a YouTube channel? Who? Lori Dean Plans. Oh, I have not gotten to go over and watch that. Okay, that, I'm going to put that on my to-do list for today. Go over and watch Lori Dean's channel. Lori Dean Plans started a YouTube channel and I could just listen to her talk all day. Oh, that's yeah. good. I love so, that. But I'm not reading anything. I guess I kind of am. I've been reading a lot of magazines. Yeah, you've been really into magazines lately. Yeah, um... Jamie's mom like subscribes to a whole lot of magazines a whole lot a whole lot so every time we go over there she has like a stack mm-hmm. like I finish these and then she sends them home with me and then I read them on the way home when we're driving <laughs> home from Charleston perfect um, so I guess that's what I've been reading like magazines better homes and gardens um <laughs> I'm trying to think what else um clean eating perfect uh, yeah so that's what I'm reading is magazines Excellent. Anything else? No, just emails that aren't <laughs> relevant to anything. Don't have a job. Junk emails. Junk emails. Okay. Um, I don't have the list in front of me of what these are, but how about what are you planning? I am planning my move, obviously. Like that is the only plans on the horizon right now. Um, obviously there are some plans in August to do some traveling, but I can't start thinking about that until the house is sold. Yeah. So Yep. That's the plan is to move. What are you planning? I'm planning potentially to have you at my house in August. We'll yes. see yes. if you're able to, if you're not, no pressure. It's totally fine. I know um, I'll get there in September or October if I don't get there in August. So perfect. So yeah. then I'm also planning to do something for my birthday. So my birthday is at the end of August. Um, and then I'm starting to plan the kids' birthdays too, because that takes a while. And Harrison is end of September. So September 22nd. And then Delilah is November 17th. And that might seem like a stretch, but once you get into the fall season, birthday party planning doesn't happen. So I try to get it done before the end of the summer. Yeah. Caitlin is one of those people that does things ahead of time. (laughs) Well, it's only because they are counting on me. Like if my kids didn't really care, or like if I didn't have family members who wanted to come to their birthday parties. I wouldn't be planning something, but you know, there's other people involved. Right. Well, my kids, I feel like have very low expectations when it comes to birthdays. Um, (laughs) and I think that's just because like years ago, we kind of stopped doing those big blowout parties because they were just (laughs) too much for me. Yeah. And we eventually just started saying, how about some cash and a trip to the toy store? (laughs) Oh, that's great. They love that. 
<laughs> oh my gosh that's hilarious well I don't know I feel like I've been like a weird in between place as far as planning these because I feel like if I plan something and like send out invites to people and then I don't know COVID numbers spike again and we all have to go back into lockdown like <laughs> I don't know man it just yeah. feels like a weird it feels like a weird time right now yeah I know it's hard to know what to do mm-hmm. but I am planning those in advance and we're also planning the kids Halloween costumes because again if I don't get it done before the end of the summer and I'm in back to school mode and kids are in back to school mode they'll just end up with whatever is on target clearance (laughs) which is fine but they again I've set high expectations right you gotta you gotta get them their costumes and make it right yeah exactly so what are you watching watching um our favorite show alone is back on Mm-hmm. love that um rick and morty is back on so we've been watching that and what else have we been watching oh i just watched with the kids that new disney plus movie luca that was really cute was it cute it was so cute and both of my kids liked it and that is very difficult to come by the only other movie that they both like is toy story nice okay okay so it was very cute highly recommend so that's what we've been watching what have you been watching um Well, this week, while I was hanging out with Allison, um, while the kids were playing, we watched hours of Say Yes to the Dress. Oh, I love Say Yes to the Dress. And let me just say, when we finish recording this, I'm going to go and put my lunch in the air fryer, because it's in the fridge, (laughs) (laughs) and watch Say Yes to the Dress until I, like, absolutely have to get up from the couch, because I love that show. And. It's funny because I don't really like very many of the wedding dresses. Me either. And I feel like a lot of the dresses on that show are like the super couture ones, you know, like runway style. And I'm like, can you just give me like white sweatpants? Like that would be probably fine. Well, so it's it's interesting to me how there's no, when I'm watching the show, I can't find the in-between dresses. Okay. Right. Like like a dress kind of. Mm -hmm. You have a girl who puts on a dress and it's just like a white strapless piece of fabric yeah and she's standing in front of the mirror and she's crying and she's like oh my god this is the one and I'm just like why why is that the one right I saw that same dress three weddings ago like yeah, chill out how is this one plain like not even pleated or ruched piece of white fabric the one how is this okay. Hate it when the families have something to say. It's like, are you wearing it? Like, settle down. Yeah, but I, I hate it when they end up with something really plain and I don't understand it. See, I like a really like just all plain white wedding dress. Like Kim's from Kim from Chic Soul, her wedding dress. Oh, so pretty. Yes, but that's not her. Okay, her dress was was perfect. Yeah, it was like simple beauty. Yeah, but I'm talking about like some of the bore, most boring plain things ever and they're standing there in front of this mirror just bawling <laughs> and then there's other ones that are these huge ball gowns that cost like twenty seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars and it's like where is the in-between like can I see like an in-between dress that's not like anyway I just that show is very interesting to me and because like I know that I am probably getting married soon (laughs) Jamie you heard it here first well I mean we've talked you know we're talking about it so I mean I know it's coming but I don't want to have a I don't think I want to wear like a wedding dress you don't have to nobody said you have to yeah I mean I 
and I, no judgment to people who have a second wedding and do like a big thing, mm-hmm. but I just, he and I just can't understand why we would have like a big thing, you know, like we just want to sneak off by ourselves, just the two of us and get married. We're not trying to, I don't need flowers and orchestras and all this kind of stuff. I just, I can't, I don't want to do that again. Well, I think there's something really romantic about having your wedding ceremony, just you two without anybody else there, yeah. because when you involve other people, you involve other people's opinions. And I don't want anybody else's. Yeah. And like, f- this is different from a wedding, but like when we gave birth to Harrison, it was just Brian and I, our doula and our midwife. And I loved being just in that little love bubble. It was my favorite thing. Were you at home? No, I was, we were in the hospital. So we had the midwife and I mean, of course we had nurses coming in and out, but I don't count them. <laughs> Well, I just, I mean, I know that there are some hospitals that work with those midwives and doulas and yeah. stuff, but I mean, mostly at the hospital, you don't see that. So welcome to Portland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds very Portland. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was very nice. And oh. I, I, I would love to, like, if we ever did like a vow renewal, like I would just walk on the beach with him with nobody else there. Right. Yeah. And maybe I don't know. I, I just feel like at this point, I don't want other people's opinions. I don't either. I and, get them enough. And I, people are already giving their opinions enough just on the fact that we might get married. Oh, geez. You know, I, I don't understand all these people and their opinions. If you're happy, just let it go. Yeah. So people always want to tell you what you should do. They do. So. Okay. Um, what are you, I have no idea which one we're on. What are you feeling? I am feeling in a hurry. Yeah. You're feeling rushed at the moment. I'm feeling rushed. Not at this moment, like while we're recording, but just life in general, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm fighting right now to have time to do what I need to do. Yeah. And at some point the nice Leanne is going to go away. Oh no. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to tell these people, you have to leave me alone. Oh, I thought you were going to be cranky, Leanne. I was like, I will not text you for the next month. (laughs) No, no, not cranky. Just like, I've been so nice about like, yeah, we can go on this trip. Yeah, we can come there. Yeah, we can do that. Yes, the kids can go to the pool. You know, just like the time that I have still to get this done. It's limited. Is being squandered by the people in my life and they want me to do it. They're like, okay, well, you need to work on your house, but also can you stay here for four days? Yeah. So it's just like, I I'm feeling like I need to be in a hurry. Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, I am feeling, I don't know, man, a little down, a little conflicted. I've had some drama with my parents lately. So I don't know. I just, I feel because I am in like an anxious person, I feel so much better when I'm not in conflict with people. Yeah. When I am in conflict with people, it makes me feel kind of depressed almost and I know that like they're my parents and like we'll always like have a relationship but I swear as they get older and into their older age they get more unreasonable so I'm not feeling awesome but I'm trying to hang in there I feel good when I'm at home like (laughs) I don't know feels good here I know that your parents have been a source of stress lately yeah Mm -hmm. so and that's a shame You know, at this, at this age, I feel like that at the age that they are and the age that we are, people should be getting along. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, I'm sorry for that. 
no, that's all right. It'll be all right. Again, they're my parents. We're family. I'm not about to like cut anybody off or whatever, but they are going to respect my boundaries. So right. how that's going to go. So what are you eating? Eating. Oh, dang. So I'm back on low carb. I'm doing it. I'm on day three. So I've been having a lot of salad. Um, I've been really into tomatoes, like little cherry tomatoes lately. Oh, me too. Really good. Um, I have this thing. Okay. It's kind of a weird little snack, but like, um, I've been taking like one circular piece of salami, wrapping a tomato in it, and then putting hot sauce on top and having like a little bite-sized low carb snack. That has been really good. Ooh, hot sauce on the salami. Ooh. I, I like hot sauce on everything. Like <laughs> if it didn't like burn coming out the other end, I would drink hot sauce. I love hot sauce. Which one? Which hot sauce? Um, there's a couple that I like, but the one that I'm really into right now is the Sweet Baby Ray's brand. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. <clears throat> My favorite so. is Cholula. Oh, I do like, I like the lime Cholula. That one is good. Yeah, I, I like to put that on my tacos. Ooh, that sounds delicious. And now I need to make tacos. Yes, there's a pizza. This there's a um, I think I've mentioned the spicy shrimp pizza before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's, <laughs> so. a, there's a, a pizza restaurant here, and they make a spicy shrimp pizza that the sauce is Cholula. Ooh, yes, it is very That's delicious. delicious. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. If I ever come there, we'll have to go there. Yes, you would love it. Okay. What are you eating? Um, oysters. Oysters. I, I am eating a lot of oysters. Uh, I'm not sure why, mm-hmm. but it's just been, I've been in three different restaurants where that's what I've chosen on the menu. And for some reason, I just can't get enough of them. I feel like my mom goes through phases with oysters. Like sometimes she's buying them and breading them up and frying them in her kitchen she does that too yeah I ordered some the other night from a seafood restaurant and had it delivered here and I didn't eat them all so that's what I'm planning to put in the air fryer in a little while Ooh. Um, but yeah and I like them all the ways you know like raw and steamed and fried like I I really don't have like a favorite way I just like them okay wait you're gonna eat a raw oyster all slippy slimy like that well not today but if I was at a seafood restaurant and they were Yes, I would. <laughs> oh, no judgment, but I, I can't do it. The texture can't do it. Um, they, they are a little bit like snot. Oh no, you just made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, love them. I don't know why I do. I love oysters and you can put hot sauce in an oyster. Oh, mm-hmm. I like a breaded oyster. I really do. I love a fried oyster, but a raw oyster, I think is where I'm going to have to draw my line. That's where I have. That's what I have for lunch today. It's fried oysters. So Ooh, yum. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, that sounds delicious. Okay. Speaking of the things that you're loving, what are you loving these okay. days? Hey, what am I loving? <laughs> there is something. What am I loving? Um, gosh, why don't you go first? Do you know what you're loving? Yes, I'm loving my current planner setup. I am head over heels obsessed with my current planner lineup setup, all the things. Okay, well, that's a good one to be loving. Yeah, it feels really good. And I'm motivated to like want to put stickers in it and use it and use all of them. I don't know. It just feels really good to be on track and actually using the planners that I buy. Um, yeah, I, I'm stumped by this one. Oh, and are there too, are there too many things that you're loving or you're having a hard time coming up with one? No, I think maybe I'm not really loving anything right now. 
you're just in like with everything like I just kind of I'm very much in limbo with my life Mm -hmm. and I mean I I will be loving the junk removers when they come (laughs) yes and I think you'll be loving your new house and new life I think once you get there and you're just able to sit on the couch and chill and take a deep breath that's when you're gonna have something to love when it's all over oh I can't wait. I mean, I'm looking this has been at a journey, man. I know. And I'm, I'm looking at stuff in my house right now. Mm-hmm. Like there's a pile of construction paper on a table. And I'm like, I'm going to have to deal with that pile of construction paper. Like every item in this house, I have to deal with it. Yeah. So it's just a lot. So I'm not really loving anything right now. I'm just kind of holding on. Just holding on for the ride. Well, you'll be there. You'll be there so soon. The end of August will be here sooner than you know. I know. I know. Yeah. So okay. What are, you, what are you dreaming? Um, dreaming. What am I dreaming about? I am, I guess, dreaming about like what next school year is going to look like. Yeah. Well, you both me- got started. <laughs> yeah. For both me and the kids, it already feels better for me because I have most of my plans already in our online platform. So that feels a lot better. Um, but it's going to be so crazy weird to actually have time where I don't have to help somebody with something again. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a big adjustment for all of us, but I think it's going to be eventually really positive. And Harrison starts kindergarten. So, I mean, he's gone to preschool before, but this will be his first experience with like full-time, really, you know, real school. Like away from home all day. Well, and he was, so he would, I guess his preschool is like four hours. So he did like a half day thing, but yeah, all day. It'll be kind of strange. He's going to be so tired, Caitlin. I know. I I will never forget the year that Daniel went to full-time pre-K. We put him in the Montessori full-time pre-K, the school that became his regular school once he was done with Mm pre-K. And he went from eight to three every day. And that was the first time in his little life that he had ever been away from home that long. Yeah, he was so tired every afternoon. And I remember when school got out for summer. I mean, like he just collapsed like at the end of the school year and just like slept for three days. (laughs) Well, I'm kind of hoping because it has been, I don't know where all this energy is coming from. Maybe this kid's in a growth spurt, but he wants walks around the block and he wants bike rides and he wants to Superman off of the furniture. Like he is a mile a minute. Like I can't see him run from one end to the other. Like he's just constantly moving. So I'm hoping that he'll be a little bit like he'll be stimulated differently at school and be able to like use some of that energy. How is he going to go to school? I know. <laughs> that is my question, but he actually does really well. Um, like he does a really good job of listening and following directions. So like if a teacher were to tell him, Hey buddy, you need to come back and like sit on the carpet or how do you need to come back and sit in your desk? Like he'll do that. Like he's a, he follows directions. He's just wild at home because that's, we let him. I guess. Well, he feels comfortable at home. Like kids yeah. are always wilder at home than they are. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. Um, well, but, and he's a, he's a really like empathetic little guy. Like um, <laughs> there was a slug in my mom's like blow up pool the other day that she didn't want to deal with. And he's like, I got it, Grammy. I'll go clean your slug up. And like Delilah was upset and he like gave her a hug. So he's going to be a really good little friend. And I'm just really excited for him. I'm excited for him to get out of the house and see other people. 
I am too. And he loves friends too. Like he is. So Delilah was always like me, kind of a bit of an introvert. Like she would watch what the other kids were doing and Harrison just wants to be in there. Like if there's a kid at the park, he's saying hello to them. He wants to play with them. Um, so he is going to, I have a feeling going to jump right in and just be so excited to be with friends again. Yeah. He's like Hannah. Hannah makes a friend everywhere she goes. Yeah. Harrison does too. And he's not afraid of other kids. He likes them. He like wants to play with them. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I don't really know what I'm dreaming. I mean, obviously I'm dreaming of this being done, but that's getting a little bit, you know, <laughs> like the listeners are just probably cannot wait for the end of July too. So I'll be done talking about this garbage. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh it's gonna be awesome though I can't wait till you tell us like all about you know give us a virtual of like a an audio house tour it's gonna be awesome well I I am yes I'm dreaming about when all of this is behind me yes it's gonna be um, the best but I'm also dreaming about my new bedroom oh are you designing it I am he has given Ooh. me like 100% freedom to do whatever I want to in this huge gorgeous master bedroom creative control yes so we're gonna go tomorrow and start looking at furniture mm-hmm. and I gotta figure out like a color palette and like figure out what I want to do but um I'm thinking about doing like an accent wall with some like wallpaper or like paint or I don't know like I've just I've got a lot of ideas I just don't know yet Ooh. I'm gonna land I can't see. I can't wait to see how it turns out. Yeah. I got to do before and after pictures. Yes. So that's what I'm dreaming of is my new bedroom and how Ooh, I love that. make the bedroom look amazing. And I know you love your bedroom. Like that's like your happy place. And it will be in this new house too, because, um, the only place that I'm going to have to go to get away from everybody will be my room. <laughs> yeah. So, you can be able to go in there and lock the door and let the kids yes, do their yeah. thing. He said, you have to turn this room into like a really great space for us so that we can use it um, for more than just sleeping and other bed activities. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have an ensuite also? Like, is there a bathroom attached? Yes. The bathroom is beautiful and I don't need to do anything to it. Ooh, that's so exciting. So, but I can't wait to, to tear up that room. He has the bed that he and his ex had when they were married. Oh no. It's a different mattress, but it's the same bed. Oh, Okay. So it doesn't really matter that it's the same furniture, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, uh, let's get this out of here. <laughs> I mean, why not? You're starting fresh. Yeah. We do not need to start this new journey with all of this old furniture from your old relationship. Yeah. And if he doesn't care, why the heck not? He doesn't. He's, he's ready for it to go. Perfect. Okay. Um, What's next? Listening and drinking. Oh, okay. So all right. Um, who should go first? I will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) not do this anymore. Y'all we cannot talk anymore. We've been talking all day. Um, (laughs) I'm listening to office ladies. Like I cannot stop. I've been listening to the episodes that I missed from, you know, months ago while I wasn't in the car ever. And the kids don't mind listening to it with me and it's clean enough for them. So that's what I'm listening to is office ladies. I love it. I love that show. That is fantastic. I just can't get enough, but I got, um, some information from the planning pastor. I have to shout this out. Okay. Do it. Okay. Um, Brenda sent me a a DM the other day and she said that she discovered that Scott Patterson, who plays Luke on Gilmore girls, Mm -hmm. 
has started a new podcast called I Am All In, and it's going to be episode by episode breaking down the Gilmore Girls. He should have titled it something about the Gilmore Girls, or is that something from there? I don't know. Um, I think that it's I Am All In because that's something that Lorelai said to Luke or something that Luke said to Lorelai. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, that does sound very Gilmore Girls to me. So, um, but they're going to bring in members of the cast and the crew and talk to them. And it's going to be very much like Office Ladies, but with Scott Patterson. So I'm- Ooh, that's, I know that's exciting for you. Yeah, I need to go over there and I might even listen to it today. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. So I haven't started listening to that yet, but I'm, I'm going to. So thank okay. you, Brenda, for that recommendation. I'm excited for this. Yes, that's yeah, fantastic. listening to- um, okay. Super random. I've been back on my Hamilton kick. I've been listening to the Hamilton album again. I know how you feel about that. So we'll talk about it for very long. I don't and then I got a wild hair. She just listened to like all of the Miley Cyrus albums yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yes. All of them just start to finish. And did you? I, well, I didn't quite have enough time in the car, but I mean, it's still the, the, it's just paused in there. <laughs> Spotify. So next um, time I go in the car. My favorite Miley Cyrus song right now is Bad Mood. Do you know that song? No, but I have heard her new song Karma, which I really like. Okay, I don't know that one. Um, but yeah, I Bad Mood. Um, I don't know. That one might not be new anymore. That was probably kind of old. <laughs> so yes. we are really on it with the current trends. Oh yes, we definitely are. And you know, so professional in this recording today. Mm-hmm. um all right so lastly we got to do it drinking we do what are you drinking um so I've been just making like pot coffee but like putting it in the fridge Ooh. I don't know if that's how you're supposed to make cold brew probably not but it's like my own at home cold brew so it's just in there already made and all I have to do is pour it in my cup pour a little of uh, my french vanilla syrup and then pour some half and half in and we're good to go and see that I think is the way you're, I don't know if that's like the way you're supposed to make cold brew, but I know that, um, that that's better than like just brewing the coffee and then pouring it over ice because it gets watered down that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause the ice melts. Yeah. So if you refrigerate it, then, you know, it'll be stronger because it's, you know, cold already. So I think that's smart. Yep. That's what I've been doing. So lots of cold brew. I love it. It's delicious. Well, I have been drinking vodka. <laughs> I know you were telling we were having this whole conversation about vodka the other day <laughs> and when I'm with Jamie he buys absolute oh okay that's his favorite and he always has that in the freezer but I mean the last time I went to the liquor store by myself I just bought some Smirnoff oh do they taste different I, I don't think so but <sighs> I mean I wouldn't know I, I don't really drink hard liquor like that so like if you gave me like Patron tequila and like gold tortilla tequila, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Well, I might be able to tell some differences in the tequilas, but I can't tell much difference in the vodka. No. Yeah. Um, but so Jamie said that they did a study on like really expensive vodka versus cheap vodka. Yeah. And apparently the way that the results came out was that people prefer if they're going to just take a shot of vodka, mm-hmm. they prefer the taste of like the Smirnoff. Oh, interesting. But if they're going to make a mixed drink, they want the nice stuff like Grey Goose. Like that, that was kind of the results. Like the, 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 the nicer liquors taste better in the mixer drinks. 
he would read a study about what type of nicotine. <laughs> that sounds like something Bryant would do too. <laughs> I know. So I, I've been mixing it with um, just like Minute Maid fruit punch. <laughs> it's real classy. That's delicious. <laughs> that makes delicious. me think of college in 2007. I know. Do not come for me, but it is delicious. And it's so refreshing in the summertime. And to make a real big one and take it out to a pool. Oh, I love it. I have a little bit of that like that like throw up sensation in my throat though because college has ruined me. It I graduated in 08 you guys and still I can't even be in the same room as like tequila and vodka. I can't do it. Well, you just wait till I come to you because I'm gonna bring them. You don't have to- I will just have like my 24 pack of beer and <laughs> you will have your thing and we will be good. <laughs> well, it's funny because I don't, I don't mean to talk about alcohol as much as I do. No, but you enjoy it. I do. I enjoy it. And, um, I've gotten to a point where it doesn't really, I, I, I'm not getting as drunk as I used to. (laughs) And there's, I think a difference between like going out to a restaurant and having a couple of drinks and like getting wasted every night. And And it's not like first thing in the morning, you're like pulling a Frank from shameless and like cracking open a beer, you know? Right. Now, I do love day drinking, but within reason. Yeah. And I feel like there is a time and a place for day drinking. Like when you're camping, it's acceptable. And I, yeah, I don't consider, mm-hmm. I don't consider 9am to be day drinking. So no, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gotten to that point where I'm really drinking that early in the morning. You've got to have breakfast first. <laughs> yes. I need a little bit on my stomach before I can crack open the vodka bottle, but no, I don't, I know that I talk about it a lot. I don't drink as much as I talk about it. No. Um, yeah. I would say not even every night, maybe a couple times a week. Yeah. I mean, I drank last night, but I wasn't drunk. Yeah. So just, it's just, I probably, I, I wouldn't say that I have it every day. No. And even if you did, I mean, there are lots of countries where they have a glass of wine every night with their meal. Yeah, that's true. So, but anyway, there's, I, I feel like the people worry about me. They're like, oh, she's borderline. <laughs> no <laughs> if she was borderline I'd be on a plane having an intervention she'd be she'd be trying to take care of it so yeah well that's the curly page and I think that that's our show because we are deliriously tired I am very tired I'm gonna go take a nap maybe or have another cup of coffee well yes. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go and find all the clothes that I need to survive the rest of this week and go put them in the washing machine I need to find pants that's what I need to do first yeah she she couldn't find pants <gasps> recorded she told me well I had shorts that I was wearing yesterday and I had planned to wear those again today but it's a little chilly this morning so I want pants and I didn't want to deal with my laundry room so you know well I also need to find pants um, (laughs) because I've lived out of a suitcase for like literally six months so yeah yeah my clothes are kind of everywhere so I need to it's time to to get that together so Get them in a drawer. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. I know that this, maybe it hasn't been as, as like random as I feel like it has. I don't think it has. We had, you know, we had our planner rant, we had our happy planner order and we had our currently page. It's pretty cohesive. Yeah. I just, I think that because we've been recording, cause we did the mini right before this, you guys. And I think that yeah. because we've been recording for like four hours, we're just, whoa. But we're ahead of schedule. Woo-hoo. Yes, and that's rare for us. So, um, well, let me try this. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, you guys can find Caitlin. 
<laughs> at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram and creating in chaos on YouTube and Patreon. She also has a fun teacher Instagram called chaos in the classroom. So go check that out and go follow the adventures of her ducks at duck and chaos underscore official. You can also hear Caitlin every Monday and Friday here with me on spice chaos podcast. And she hangs out on the spice chaos podcast, Instagram as well. So go find Caitlin in all her locations. Woo. You did it. <laughs> okay. And you can find Leanne at spice plans on YouTube, Instagram, and Patreon. And you can also find her over on spice horizons playing animal crossing occasionally. And then you can find her over on the spice chaos podcast, putting up all of the lovely cards for all of our beautiful guests. And then you can also hear her every Monday and Friday right here with me, um, on your favorite, uh, you know, podcast platform. Thank you, Caitlin. That was such a beautiful plug. We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> so everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week. We will be back with you for a mini sode on Friday, as long as everything goes according, according to plan. plan. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye friends. Bye.